Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to ClientsExcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Welcome back to the Excel in Retirement show. This is show 61, and I appreciate you listening. Each week, our goal with this show is to distill a financial planning topic that will give you a lot to think about, hopefully, but hopefully help you excel in retirement or think about something a little bit differently. And so since it's been a while since I shared anything about my background, I wanted to briefly uh, go into that with you. So I'm from North Carolina. And I am in my 10th year of being in the financial services business. I worked for a couple other advisors before founding our firm in 2018. We're coming up on three years since Clients Excel was founded here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. September will be three years. And so our niche, or who we work with primarily, are folks that are five to 10 years out from retirement and folks in retirement. So most of our folks are 60, 70 years old. We have been getting some younger clients that are in their 50s lately, but we work with clients all over, but we're primarily uh, helping folks in Georgia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. And so we would be happy to speak with you if you have any questions. Always love hearing from our podcast listeners, if even just to thank you for listening. And so That is a little bit about me. Now to today's topic. There was a story about a small town in which there was a jewelry store. And like all jewelry stores in this time, or most of them at least, there was a big clock in the front window. Every morning for years, the jeweler had noticed a working man adjust his pocket watch to the same time as the clock in the window. He had been doing this for many years. One morning, the jeweler was out front sweeping the sidewalk, and he asked the man, Why do you adjust your watch to my big clock every morning? I've noticed you doing that for years. The man said, Well, I'm the foreman down at the big plant, and I want to make sure my watch is correct because I blow the quitting whistle every night at 5 o'clock. The jeweler looked at him rather strangely for a moment and then said, Well, that's funny. I've been setting that big clock in the window by the quitting whistle all these years. A very logical thing, but between them, they could have been off by six months or more. It's a case of people just going along with what they thought to be correct without checking their references. So I want to suggest that from now on, at least we do that, that we check our references and ask ourselves, are the people I'm following going where I want to go? Now, this illustration is taken from a short book I read over the weekend by Earl Nightingale called The Strangest Secret. This was published in 1957. 
You'll have to read it, though, to discover what the strangest secret is. And I'd like to mail you a copy of it. I'd be happy to. You can just email me at david at clientsexcel.com and send your mailing address, and I'll put one in the FedEx envelope to you. Following along can be a trap, though, and it can really cause us a lot of heartache. If we all thought about it, we can probably find a situation, or maybe it was you that you experienced when you were a child following along with a friend that had a bad idea. If we're not wise about who we're taking our cues from, it can really cause us heartache. So the Bible states that Solomon was the most wealthy person to have ever lived. So let's figure out what Solomon did and why he was the most wealthy person. In today's dollars, some would estimate that Solomon would have a net worth of $1.2 trillion. Now, for comparison, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, just went to space in his rocket. He was the wealthiest person up until last week, and he may be back again now, but Amazon's price share price fell last week, and so he, uh, he went down to the number two spot. But he's worth about $192 billion dollars. Solomon had over six times as much money as Jeff Bezos has. Now, God appeared to King Solomon. King Solomon was the king of Israel, and he tells him to ask for anything. Solomon has gratitude in his heart, and he thanks God for the favor that he has shown him and his father David. And Solomon proceeds to ask for wisdom and knowledge so that he can properly lead the people of Israel. 2 Chronicles 1 in the Old Testament states, God said to Solomon, Since this is your heart's desire, and you have not asked for wealth, possessions, or honor, nor for the death of your enemies, and since you have not asked for a lone life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge will be given you, and I will also give you wealth, possessions, and honor, such as no king who was before you ever had, and none after you will have. So this got me thinking, are we even asking the right questions? Solomon didn't put the cart before the horse. He knew if he had wisdom, then the other material things would flow to him. Maybe he was already wise enough to know how to ask the right thing. Before asking our questions, we should figure out how to become more wise so that when we hear the answers, we'll know how to apply them. So what good is knowledge without application? In reflecting on these things, it seems it's more important or just as important to pursue wisdom and knowledge so that we can, have, we can know how to make decisions properly and make prudent choices. We all face decisions daily, so let's make the most prudent ones we can. So the natural question becomes, in my mind, how do I make prudent financial choices? Years ago, I was taught in a class that everyone has a worldview. Now, a worldview was defined as the lens through which we see the world. It's important to take advice from people who have a similar worldview or you're in sync with them. Are they pursuing the things that you're pursuing? That's the first thing I would look for in people you're taking advice from. A worldview is, an is not an opinion about whether the stock market will crash this year or not. That's a, that's a, that's a secondary issue. A worldview is a moral compass that guides you. That was the key. A worldview is a moral compass that guides you. The second thing to look for 
is someone who has your best interest at heart. And I think the easiest way to figure this out is to observe what a person is greedy about. If there are three slices of pizza there, and you and your buddy and you and your buddy have two slices left, or three slices left rather, and your buddy takes two without any thought for you, without having any discussion or anything, just takes those two, you probably have a pretty good idea whose interest he's looking out for, right? A person who's looking out for you is concerned about your outcome. They understand that if you have a favorable outcome, then they will have a favorable outcome. So it's our goal to give more in value than we take in compensation or pay. That's always our goal, and that's what we try to do. I always love hearing from you, as I was saying earlier, with with feedback or answering your questions. If I can be of help to you, just reply to this email or call our office. And our number is 864-641-7955. We'll be back next week for another show, but I hope you have a great day. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.